0: I'm Paul Warren. And I am Ryan Klein. And this is another episode of SEO is Dead and Other Lies. Ryan, how are you doing today?
1: Hey. I'm not What's doing it? too poorly. Not, not, not that bad. I, I know that you have a technical hiccup thanks to the Florida weather and uh, thunderstorm scene.
0: <laughs> and mean, hopefully it doesn't happen again. Lo- love that Florida weather where it just rains at the most in commute time uh, for about 30 minutes and then it stops and then it just feels awful outside. You know, we're not here to talk about the wonderful Florida weather.
1: I know. I know. We we normally uh, start every single podcast admiring, you know, the weather in one place versus another. Seattle's been gorgeous. Florida's a trash bag. But we like I said, <laughs> I, heard, today, I already I think, knew that. <laughs> today, I think that we have actually a special topic at first when you first mentioned it. I wasn't exactly sure if it was appropriate, but the more we thought about it and now that we have this beautiful deck in front of us, I think that this is a great topic for us to cover.
0: Me too. And that topic is online reputation management, right. or ORM, as you probably heard it called before somewhere. Yeah. And we're going to walk you through uh, just some tactics that you can do. Um, you know, if you have a small business, it's definitely something you have to worry about. Uh, maybe you get reviews, maybe there's a bad review that is like fake, a competitor does it. Um, there could be a million reasons, uh, small businesses, large businesses, personal uses, there's a lot of reasons to know how to do this, um, so we're going to walk you through kind of h- how to approach it if if you have websites uh, that have negative information about you out there. What can you do to get rid of that?
1: Yeah, and, and in addition to that, you're probably like listening like why ORM? That's kind of like maybe on the PR side of things, but really as SEO really ties into it a lot, and I think especially now when people are looking for new opportunities, I think that ORM is a great thing to be good at. Um, if you're already co- competent and have an understanding of SEO, this is a a great um, upsell or a cross sell. You know, if you have clients, this is a good opportunity. If you're a, if you're a freelancer or a consultant, to make a couple bucks because you can charge like pretty good money if you know how to do it. You can charge, you know, five hundred dollars for something very very straightforward, and you can charge as much as fifteen hundred dollars or more. if you're doing it for a high-profile person or a business, a lot of people aren't really that good at it. I've been
0: in a situation where this person, the owner of the business, was willing to pay like $100,000 to get this thing removed. There you Um, go. But like it was a big-time thing to get removed from. So uh, like a major publication, uh, like a DA of like a 90-something, you know. So um, not an easy task by any means. Uh, That being said, let's just dive right in and talk a little bit about, you know, how to do this. So there's really kind of two ways that you can sort of approach something. And that is like, can I get it removed or do I have to suppress it? Right. Mm -hmm. Um, So we'll just start with like getting things removed. Um, This is going to be usually the most difficult thing to do. So a lot of stuff like isn't necessarily going to be removed. So going into that, like you got to have that mindset, um, that even if you like contact like whatever website has it there 's no guarantee that like they 're going to take this down right so think about like mugshot websites. Um, I think it the laws vary by from state to state right if they 're required to take it down or not
1: i 'm not exactly sure if the because a lot of these mugshot websites i mean sometimes they 're in the states and a lot of times they 're overseas too though, so it kind of like sucks um, when you 're in that situation yeah. i mean they're, all they 're really doing is aggregating public information and legally they're supposed to be removing it if, if you you know your mugshot was because you you were uh brought you your booked for a criminal charge you got your mugshot and if you get that um charge you know dropped or and then you get expunged or whatever you know sealed legally mugshot websites are supposed to take it down once it's
0: sealed or expunged yeah. i think most of them are owned by the same company too right? i think so like, probably yeah, yeah. <laughs> um yeah i know the the big thing if you really want to get it taken down uh you can pay most of those websites and they'll remove it yeah they're, they're in it for the
1: money i know but it's almost like like a form of extortion i've like heard this in these situations because I, I am like a little bit familiar to working with mugshots just because you know mm-hmm. criminal defense background working with clients that that do sometimes do those kinds of things that um so these mugshot removal companies that's like almost like they'll just keep on squeezing you for money you know, you'll, you'll pay and get it removed from 20 websites. Six months later, three more websites get a pop-up. Give us another couple hundred dollars. Goes down another six months, a couple others. So it's just really an ongoing, really terrible process right now in a lot of yeah.
0: situations. Um, I think Georgia, they have to remove it or something if you request it within a certain time frame. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really, I, I think it's still like kind of a mess out there, like nationally, like what the laws are around all this. Because people don't necessarily want like the government doesn't necessarily want like your mistakes that you make to follow your entire life on the internet you know especially if it's something like stupid that you do like when you're in college you know like if you get a dui uh which is awful i don't have a dui um but like you know should you have to have that follow you around like something that you did when you were 18 that was like a mistake um for like the rest of your entire life on the internet i don't, I don't know i mean um,
1: it, it, it's brutal i mean my, my yeah. sister she she had a mugshot um, pretty much like all over the internet because she was booked for underage drinking.
0: Oh man. <laughs> when she was yeah. like
1: 19 she had a, and she had a fake ID. I don't even really think that they even charge her separately for the fake ID. They just like threw that crap out. But underage drinking, I mean, give me a damn break. You bring you in process. You put you in there with people that are like freaking doing crack and prostituting. And stuff. <laughs> yeah, my... It's just like, Oh my God. Uh,
0: my my friend in, in college, drink. he got one of those, like he got a written arrest um, at a tailgate for underage drinking and, that, was a,
1: that was a written though
0: yeah but he like forgot to pay it i mean he didn't forget to pay it but he waited a very long time to pay it was and it then like a warrant
1: for his arrest <laughs> well, yeah yeah
0: yeah he sent in um the check and he he was like stupid because he was a kid you know he was like 19 he's never dealt with this before yeah. um and he he didn't know like he couldn't send like a personal check and it like got sent back to him <laughs> and it was just like like the mail did and it was like um this is return to sender. And he was like, wait a second. And then he like looked up or I think he called and there was like a warrant out for his arrest. Oh you know? yeah.
1: It's just like, Hey, listen, this is our protocol. And you didn't yeah. fo- fo- like uh, follow it. I know. Are they going to roll up at your house? Like, all right, come on, turn around put putting the cuffs so, on because underage drinking. It's like, so Oh he my like, God.
0: <laughs> you know, so he gets the enough courage to call his parents and tell them what's happened. Right. Cause he didn't tell them about the written arrest or any of that stuff. And they're like, well, you got to go turn yourself in and like deal with that. So he like takes care of all that stuff, turns himself in and he's sitting in there um in like uh, the jail cell, you know, waiting for uh whatever happens, you know, to, to go in front of the judge and like make bail and everything. Uh huh. And, you know, he's like talking to the guys in there and one guy's like, you know, they're getting along, they're talking, and he's like, Oh, what are you in here for, by the way? And he's like, Oh, underage drinking, what about you? And he's like, Oh, human trafficking.
1: <laughs> yeah, like yeah, <laughs> he's like human geez. trafficking. Yeah, we're like sitting side by side in, like, Yeah. Few, well, and those briefings. are
0: equivalent. Yeah. Those are, uh, extremes. Oh my god, dreams. Oh my god. It's like crazy um but anyway anyways, we digress <laughs> sorry to get on that we might have to cut that whole story out because it's no, way no, off that's topic. Good, so. um but yeah so keep in mind just like a lot of things aren't necessarily going to be able to get removed you have you have some wiggle room on like reviews and i th- i imagine most of the people listening are going to be trying to get like negative re- uh, reviews removed from their profiles so if it's like yelp you're gonna have to have some sort of paid Yelp stuff to really get them to help Shh, you. Don't, Otherwise, don't they're not gonna do anything. Yeah. Source company, um, Google My Business. Depending on who, you know, I've seen some some really good successes there, but it's it's kind of hit and miss, right? Like their guidelines are a little more specific than like a lot of other things, and like if you can really prove it, they they will kind of like uh, get that kind of stuff removed. I mean, there isn't anyone to talk to you to help you. By the way, you like you're just submitting this and hoping that it gets like taken down.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's just going to into the ether. I can definitely weigh in a little bit about Google My Business because uh, I think that in our, our situation, our team, when we've worked with clients where they've got negative reviews, where they don't even say anything at all, or the person is just really just trying to leave disparaging remarks just to make them look bad and it might be competition. We have had success getting negative reviews removed when we've claimed that that person was never a client. We have had that. Where It's just like, this is obviously spam. It is possible to get that removed
0: and yeah I, I think um you'll see like i remember this is a couple years ago i think the first time i ever saw this a lawyer i think it was sued uh someone for leaving them a negative review on yelp or something and they had never been a client and they won um and like like a civil suit for it uh That's and i always away. thought that was gonna like super change like how people left reviews it hasn't yet but i think like at some point maybe it will
1: Sure. And and then an, another part of it is that sometimes you're going to help someone along with negative reviews and the negative review, unfortunately, is going to be legitimate from a former client. That's just someone that might be just a complete jerk off or just someone that <laughs> isn't satisfied with anything. And um, I've done a little bit of research. I've actually done like a mechanical Turk survey on it about how to address or how to follow up with negative reviews, even when like it's a legitimate um, client. And it turns out that it's it's a good idea to respond to one-star reviews, at least with your side of the story, because when people do gravitate to one-star reviews, when they are doing research and they go and they see that you respond, it turns out that most people will kind of write off that one-star review. If you have a follow-up and the other person doesn't have a response, they're going to say like, oh, okay, like this person is just crazy or just nothing makes them happy. So it is important to follow up and comment on negative reviews. If you, if you, really strongly believe that your side of story needs to come through too yeah
0: and honestly you can just mitigate a lot of the damage if you're if you're there talking about it and most things are going to allow the owner to leave some sort of response um you know google does they're they're great at that but it should just be even like positive ones you should probably reply to and then negative ones definitely reply to just the ones that are like a negative star rating those i feel like have the best opportunity of like getting removed like they just don't say anything at all
1: oh yeah if it's just blank it's just like i don't know who you are you didn't say what it was this could just be a competition or just some random freaking person just trying to make me look bad don't make me look bad online
0: yeah don't don't do that (laughs) um so you know just keep in mind always be responding to them to mitigate the damage if you can't get any of this done i don't think we're gonna focus super on getting stuff removed because it's sort of hit or miss but what we can talk about, which you can influence is like suppressing things, pushing things down. I won't necessarily say negative SEO. That could be a part of it. I don't like doing that. I think it's, I can, I don't, I don't like doing it.
1: It can just, it can kind of just backfire. I've, I've always been you know, like when, when we engage in some sort of RM campaign, that's really kind of a, a last resort. And I don't even think that we've exercised that last option. Um, suppression is, yeah, probably probably like 80% of it. The removal It's just just what we're saying. Um, Some websites are just never going to be able to access it. Some of it might be like kind of legit. It might be legitimate. And it's just like, yeah, deal with it. (laughs) And you have to suppress it now.
0: let's talk about stuff that's coming up for branded searches, right? People search your business. Maybe it's like just a really bad, like better business bureau, like listing for you. There can just be like aggregator websites out there where like they wrote an article like taking a crap on you you know maybe it's like a forum message board where like there's someone in there like it doesn't really matter right like there's a ton of different examples of stuff that could show up for your brand that could be negative when you search it so Mm -hmm. how do you deal with that well you're gonna have to push up stuff that's high authority with your brand name on it and there's a lot of really great ways to do that one is a technique I call barnacle SEO. It works really great where you take some profiles with your brand name on it from high authoritative websites. Think of your Facebooks, think of your Yelps, think about a lot of things that exist out there uh, that don't have like a bunch of negative information about yourself on it. Um, and you got to blast those bad boys with some like high quality backlinks with the exact uh, match anchor text of your business name. And you mm-hmm. push those bad boys up for those searches, right? Um, yep. But the, the key is just to make sure your business name is on it that, and there's like a little bit of a write-up about your business, maybe like a couple of paragraphs, which you should have there anyways, because it's a profile. And then you just, you like, don't even worry about like, that's like the great thing about Barnaclesio is like, if anything goes wrong from like link building, it doesn't hurt you, right? It just hurts someone it, else's website. Yeah, you're just doing it's <laughs> other properties uh, anyway. Yeah.
1: And, and a lot of these things too, I mean, we're talking about businesses. Obviously this works for individuals. In some situations it would be easier for individuals because you have just different access to different like online assets. So, yeah. you know, for businesses, it's like business directories, business websites, for individuals, it's like social media and different things, but they all kind of have a lot of crossover. It's all really the same concept. And, and really what you said before too, is like, where can all these negative things be? Can they be on forums? Can they be on message boards and, and like press releases and news websites? Like, sure. But like that's exactly the same places you can go to promote the positivity because you see that it happens or it works negatively. So you can kind of use the same assets and then in addition, do some link building, building authority to those assets to to boost it up above the negative in this respective
0: yeah. um, Another thing you can do is look at some other Google properties out there and an opportunity to like write about yourself and your brand name. So like get someone to do like a review video on YouTube. That's like a review of your business or, or whatever. And then you can like build some, some super links to that bad boy and rank uh, a video in the SERPs,
1: for mm-hmm. your business
0: name that you could technically really control, right? That you put there. Um, and that's just going to push other stuff. I mean, it's not necessarily going to push the number of results, but it's going to push like what's, you know, like people's visualization of like the SERP down, right? So it's just more things that are going to come up for for your brand name, even though it might not necessarily be like an organic result.
1: For, for the situation, when you're, when you're dealing with like this campaign and the business <laughs> or an individual is going to you and saying like, I need to push down like this terrible article or this mugshot and all that, I mean, you're really typically not dealing with a whole first page result, just all 10 negative. You're pretty much typically dealing with like position three is negative, position seven is negative and position nine is negative. And then you're doing suppression and pushing down seven and nine pretty pretty easily to like second page, but the three is probably more difficult. You're like, okay, let's go on and removal. If that doesn't work, then you're doing more suppression. So it's not, you're not dealing with like pages and pages of, of just like crap. And you're like, oh my God, I have to do like, dozens of assets to push it down it's really just typically a handful to be successful
0: yeah usually i mean it's usually just what's on the on the front page right right? like people it's pretty rare for someone to click through uh to the second page for for stuff just look at the click-through rates on that you know it's like ridiculously low so if you want to push all that stuff down though you got to build stuff with the same text and information on it that's going to push it away right so Uh, Another technique that I like to do is if, you know, there aren't branded web 2.0s already out there for your business, start building them, you know, build them all out, make like a little mini site about it, interlink them all together, link them back to your main site. Then you can actually link to like one from the main site if you want to, um, it's build a bunch of links to them. It's going to push them all up. It's going to push everything else down. I've done it a bunch of times, works super well. Uh, it's really cheap. Um, I mean really all it takes is your time and some email addresses that you can use to like sign up for these accounts and then, you know, just writing some content and putting the stuff, probably what you really already have on these web 2.0s and just making sure they're published. So really the cheapest way to do it, I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Typically this is not really terribly expensive for the person doing it. It just, it just kind of takes time and monitoring and, um, send expectations. So. And yeah, it's, it's funny you're saying for the business it's one of the few times that i encourage microsites again because <laughs> like yeah well, i really don't ever use microsites for, for anything especially not like long tail keywords anymore but the microsites r- are really for like branded stuff they were
0: great they were fantastic
1: yeah. so um you know we're talking about business and then just kind of give an example of some of the tactics from an individual standpoint um are you <laughs> actually looking at sl- slide 11 this is <laughs> cory did a good job on this one so you know someone comes to you they have mugshots. shots they have something negative going on and you're really trying to push online assets to to like to limit with like the person's name so it yeah. has like an exact domain of their name dot com and then actually kind of says that they're like something vague like they're a consultant <laughs> so it's like they're consulting they took their <laughs> name added consulting to it and saying like hey, they're a consultant it doesn't matter what kind of consulting they are just they're a consultant and then was able to then get a, a GMB listing at their location, kind of made it more vague, but then they got like the knowledge graph for their name and then they did a Weebly and then that's uh, number that's two. A really good, that's yeah. a really
0: good idea, actually. I, know, uh, I hadn't yeah. thought about doing that, so. Yeah, you make
1: them a, anyone that you're working with, the individual, make, just make them a consultant. So then they're kind of <laughs> like incorporated alongside their name and then you have access to both them as an individual and then also them as a business entity. So you have twice it.
0: I um, I have never thought about doing this. Uh, um, yeah, you
1: have twice the opportunities for them to really take up um, the listing. Plus, if they say that they're a consultant, I mean, who doesn't think a consultant has their shit together, right? Uh, I love it.
0: Did you come up with this or did Corey?
1: I <laughs> uh, Corey did that after a lot of experimentation. So that's
0: brilliant. He, he I has love it, Corey. Yeah,
1: he has the knowledge graph, and then back to individual um, a Vimeo and then a SoundCloud with their with their names, and it's just oh, taking, yeah. taking it, over. <laughs> if taking you really over.
0: If you really want to rank a bunch of sites for your name, just um, make a podcast that's your name <laughs> and then oh, yeah. syndicate it and it'll be like on a million websites. Um, that's a great point.
1: But um, there's plenty of ways to, to do this.
0: In a, in a really short amount of time, actually. Like you you could probably like push down these negative results within, uh, I'd say, like a matter of 30 days. Yeah. If, you, if you got on it. Well, the great thing about
1: that, too, is you just kind of set expectations. So you se- tell people it's not going to happen overnight. Typically, you say, you know, give me two to three months, and then, you know, we'll be able to evaluate where you're at. But yeah, it's like you're saying, you're, you could like buy packages that just build you a hundred social profiles. You can do one that it's a hundred business profiles, and before you know it, I mean, yeah, it could take as little as several weeks. Uh,
0: I think it's a great little gym out there of of wisdom uh, if you're listening to this podcast. The creating the consulting business for that person's name, and then making a G and B business at their at their uh, address, and then just building citations for it. <laughs> like yeah. just get a yeah, just get a Yext account and then set it up. Oh, you'll oh, be you fine. Mean, you'll, I
1: mean, you're gonna take over like the first page, probably the second page easily too. And then yeah. from a from a business standpoint, um, I'm just I'm a riffing here, but you can maybe come up with like another entity and do like a DBA
0: as well, and then have more yeah. opportunities for for keywords as well. Yeah, that's definitely a good, uh, a good call out. So I'm going to talk a little bit about the last way you can suppress stuff that I don't encourage anyone to do, but I have done in the past. So it's a little bit of a story. I won't say the website I did it to, um, but I worked at a place and the owners of the company, so it was a you know, family owned company um, in the financial um, industry, had a pretty checkered past as they should have. Um, there was some fraud in there. Oh, just um, a little bit? That they skirted the punishment of the law by statute of limitations. Um, mm. But they there was an article on a very, very famous financial publication um, that called out th- this person's name and then this person being a fraud, right? Like that was the title of the article. Like blank person is a terrible fraud, <laughs> right? Wow. Um, so pretty much the worst thing that you can ask for if someone's searching your name, right? And so they had tried for a very long time to get rid of this. Uh, they had no luck doing it. They'd even like gone to the person that wrote it and was like, we'll give you X amount of money if you like go back in there and like delete the article or whatever. And the guy was like, go to hell. Good for him though. So uh, they sent me out, you know, I was younger in my career to try and get rid of this. So I built like 6 million backlinks to the page. <laughs> wow. <laughs> like I got like a just the cheapest crappiest backlink packages that you could find right like on fiverr or whatever uh, i was like here's what we're gonna do we're just gonna like barrage this one url this one page on their site which is a very authoritative site with as many backlinks as humanly possible that go to payday loans and porn websites and that's what we did and we just like just sent it over like a matter of like three or four days nonstop links and eventually i think they just looked at it They're like what the hell's going on and they archived the page like the, the website did. So I don't even know if it like would have mattered if it would have like really pushed it down. I don't think so. Um, they,
1: they just they just saw them
0: all coming in. Just, like, they were so of, freaked out by it. <laughs> they're like, we can't have the, this, this crap. Yeah. yeah, they like got rid of the, they like completely archived it and then went behind like a pay, a paywall and like you couldn't, it, it couldn't even crawl like the title anymore. That's so it like, interesting
1: so, so you kind of forced their hand by just the virtue of terrible links, not necessarily that Google even stepped in
0: I don't even know if it would have mattered with that website because it's so authoritative, like if right. you had done that to like if you were like a small business website, you were trying to like acting like they were trying to rank it for a keyword, I think it would have gotten d indexed for sure <laughs> um, like I absolutely like it's just, it's it just would have sh- so many alarms would have gone off for like Google's algorithm. I think it would have done it right? I don't even think I think like that website has more than six million links easily like to its entire domain, you know so
1: right. So that was kind of uh, the intention was it was a negative SEO play,
0: <laughs> pretty much. So it was the only time I've article. done something that would be considered negative SEO and I'm not necessarily proud of it. I would never do it to like, I don't really, I don't think anyone should ever do it. So I want to just be really clear. Like don't so, do it.
1: Yeah. And, and then another thing that I've, I've attempted to do in the past just as experimentation and it didn't really go anywhere because that's how my, my whole mechanical Turk account got banned. <laughs> it's basically <laughs> having like telling people to do a search and then i was having them click on the and the poor result like if it was like number three yeah i would have them click on the result and then immediately leave to make sure that the time on site and like was trash yeah because we've talked about that it's just like i'm i'm going to try to encourage people to do the search and then tell the bounce rates like went
0: way up for the pages and
1: yeah i mean nothing happened so i had like several hundred people like do a search Click the link and leave after two seconds. So it must have just absolutely destroyed the time on site. But then the position didn't move. And then on the flip side, I actually had them then do the search again, click on one of the things I wanted to be positive and move up, and stand there for several minutes. But mm-hmm. it just didn't. It just didn't pan out this time.
0: I think it's more of a testament of just how crappy, um, how how much like Google's full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, like... I mean, what's new, right? <laughs> Yeah, it's like, hey, we we you did this. You always said that these metrics were important, as it turns out, they're not. And also, a yeah. mechanical Turk account got. Um, yeah, I
1: just for yeah, for some up. reason I was doing different variations. I try to make it as natural as possible, and not only did it fail, but my mechanical Turk account of six years was taken down, never to return. So um, that one was kind of tricky. But you know, negative SEO you know, can't expect things to happen. You're engaging in. I really like the, the most game. grimy tactics, I suppose, when it comes to <laughs> th- this uh, industry.
0: So don't expect anything good to happen. I think there's just better ways to do it in general. Like I think the ones we already described are just a better, it, like you, you have control over those properties. They actually can probably benefit you from like a ranking standpoint too and like push some authority, especially if you have a local business because those are more like citation references for your location. So, yeah. you know, there's no, there's no reason not to do it that way. I, I don't think so anyways.
1: I, I see here it's pretty important to really dive into a keyword optimized image campaign. Uh, that would definitely be the case for individuals, um, but it could also help with businesses too.
0: Ooh, that is a really good topic. And it kind of ties into to the strategy that we just talked about, right? Um, I think image SEO is probably the easiest type of SEO on the planet. Like I can't think of like an easier one. Like the ranking stuff high in like Google Images is like, uh, it's like a, a cheat code almost, you know? Like if you just do like normal optimizations for like images. yeah. And so few people actually optimize their images. But I think like all those properties we are telling you about building, that's a really good opportunity to put an image that's like optimized with that person's name. Uh, there's a lot of like metadata in there. There's like a lot of exit data that you can edit. Um, specifically about it. And the, the idea is like, you know, just stack all of like those images results um, for like that person's name or that like this is his name or whatever it is you want to do. Um,
1: yep. Yeah, especially when it's individuals and you type in their name, you do oftentimes get the images embedded like within the results, like the kind of the, the slide or, or, the whole, or the whole position. And no, it doesn't really happen for businesses as much. You know, knowledge graph is going to be great.
0: But yeah, the images really come out on, on yeah. for individuals and like that you got to think about where where you see that kind of stuff pulled from normally and sometimes it's like linkedin so if they don't have a linkedin that's a good thing to build for them just like think of all the other professional websites out there that exist um you can use like more popular image websites like imager things like that anything that's like authoritative that you can put an image on that you can put metadata on about that image in there go for it and do it
1: yeah and you make a good point about images too is like the metadata. It's one of the most like clear cut optimizations that almost exists. It's just like Google saying here are like the maximum amount of fields or descriptions or properties you can fill out. And if you fill out all of them properly,
0: like it, you will position very well for images. So just follow it. You can look up any article about it. Uh, the rules haven't changed for optimizing images in like the time that I've been in SEO. So it's been over 10, 10 years. Over
1: 10 years already, man. Over 10. It doesn't get any better.
0: Yeah, it does. It's it's awesome. (laughs)
1: Whatever. Um, (laughs) So um, we talked about featured snippets briefly. Um, As an individual, you can 100% get that if you're a consultant, (laughs) which (laughs) you can see another example on uh, slide 18. Um, I don't know if I'm going to share this or not, but we'll see. But you just see And it's just like, man, there's another one. He's a consultant. We don't know what he consults on. Who cares? It's a good result. Um, we talked about creating websites using the exact match domain, i.e. simply your name. And really, like one of the bigger things here, too, um, that I know people talk about quite often, definitely in regards to ORM, because it's close to you know, public relations and PR is uh, press releases. Press releases are a good way to snag
0: some spots. Um, they can be. Um, they don't generally rank as well as these other things that we've talked about. Uh, they do. They, they will rank. Uh, I think the the lifespan of a of a PR to rank is lower as well, but you know it can be definitely a strategy if utilized correctly can help with it. I like to just link to like all those other properties from a PR and then it kind of juices those up because they don't have any any links going to them, you know. Mm-hmm. And shoot that out, and I think it it does a much better job of it. Well, so like
1: I think press releases have evolved into something a little bit more almost because yeah, press releases because of their obvious like time timeliness. They might, you know, kind of pop up on the first page, and then just because Google's like, well, it's a press release, it, it's contingent kind of on time. I can see press releases kind of losing the, their footing after a period of time. So instead of maybe, I mean, I would still encourage press releases, just because it's it's another channel. But really, one of the bigger things that I've I've seen, and it's worked for us, is like sponsored content. So just, it's not always the cheapest, but if it's an authoritative website and you build some good links to it, you can definitely just like. Continuously just pop on the first page, take one of those those spots. If you're you know sponsoring content, getting something that really goes keyword heavy about your business, talking about a topic on an authoritative website, you're going to snag one of those spots.
0: Yeah, that's another interesting strategy that I've never tried, but I wonder how it would work. Um, is sort of like setting up an author profile for said person and then like buying a bunch of like guest posts for, as that author. Yeah. Um, and I, I wonder how that would work. Like set up like a medium, you know, account for like that person, and like a description and everything, and like picture and all that, um, and then like a discuss account, and then just use it as like like just pump a bunch of stuff out there, you know, as the as an author of like an article writer, and I bet it would work pretty well.
1: One thing that we we didn't discuss, and it's the, probably the trickiest part, is when people type in the business name, and then they then they plus like scam plus like legitimate, and then for the individual, their name, but then plus mugshot, plus arrest. So sometimes when people specify the negativity directly, that's kind of hard to suppress it more. Have you yeah, had experience with you,
0: that? you would have to, the, the problem with that is like, they're already looking for a <laughs> scam or arrest, right? Um, so you'd have to do a lot of real crazy optimizations, I think, to push that, the stuff that already naturally like ranks high for that down like, the mugshot websites, right? Um, you know, like, if they're searching, like, your name, a Rust record mugshot, like, like you're going to have to figure out a way to rank websites for that that don't actually have that on there, you know? Um, which you could do, because uh, it's, like, a really long tail thing that people really aren't trying to rank for. So I think, like, you know, just a little bit of optimization and link building on, like, a set of websites could probably outrank most websites that actually have that information about you on it. I've never actually done it, but I'd be willing to bet I could probably successfully do it.
1: Yeah, there, there's two examples I could definitely say for a business, not necessarily for an individual. You're just, you're hoping when people type in mugshot, you've removed all their mugshots either through you know requesting or a cease and desist or a demand letter, not to get too like legal speak. But for a business, when when anyone's ever done a search coupled to a scam, there's two things that I've done. So the first is I've been um, very I guess, careful about doing specific anchor text link building to some of the assets that said like X plus scam. So like I literally like kind of boosted it up and it was having pages rank for like that, like business plus the scam. Yeah. And like that, that does work, but you have to be like very, very careful. You don't want to over optimize or really just like, I mean, cause it's not, it's not a like very legit to say like do anchor text that says like the business name plus scam and then link to yeah. a positive article. That's, that's very counterintuitive, but it'll work if you do it safely and maybe with some other links. But one of the more interesting ways I've, I've done it too, is to encourage the business to figure out how to write about topics that mm-hmm. could include scam and then sponsored content. So for example, if it's a criminal offense law firm and then people are like typing in the law firm plus scam, which I don't know why they do that, but just an example you could write articles that that are like include scams. So it's just like, oh, is uh, is participating in this so and so thing scam? Like, or uh, people calling about you know Obamacare is it a scam? And then before you know it, you can kind of like do your own LSI with scam on, on your website, and then have positive articles or informative articles coming up for those keywords.
0: That's a pretty good strategy, I think. Mm. You know, just do enough. Uh... Uh, guest posts out there where you're talking about how to avoid scams.
1: <laughs> no, um, I mean, really, like, and that actually has worked. That has, I, has I believe worked. it, yeah. I, I ranked, like, sponsored content. Um, you know, originally, you know, obviously it was just, like, a terrible blog saying someone was a scam, and it was number one. So you could not, for the life of anyone, push down that one because it's so specific because they're talking about that scam. But between yeah. the blogs and the sponsored content, you know, then it went down to two and then three and then four, and it's still really tough, but it it happens it'll budge
0: well there you go that's a i think we gave some pretty good actionable yeah, insights who would, who here who would have thought that we could eloquently talk about orm i know you know it's it's kind of one of those things where you're just like ah, i don't want to do this it's not really yeah. fun it doesn't it is like fun. <laughs> it doesn't drive uh, the leads or like the rankings like you want you know So, yeah,
1: but like, think about it. We were saying before, I mean, you're, you're an agency or a consultant working with someone and they have some negativity out out there. That's like big time value added. And then also, yeah, it's just, it's technically an opportunity for people because I don't really talk to too many people that say that they're really good at ORM. So it could be an opportunity for some of our listeners to do a little side gig here and there.
0: Yeah. Like maybe you're really, really awesome at it. So if you're out there listening and you are an expert on it, which I don't know why you'd listen to this particular episode <laughs> <Definitely> <laughs> fun of us all time. no you got it all wrong <laughs> yeah if we got our, i'd love to hear why we got it all wrong because i'd like to learn more about it um anyways all right well i think we covered we covered everything we wanted to cover right that is true yep got a good one here okay uh well you know before we close out i just wanted to say thank you to all of our listeners out there um ryan and i really appreciate you guys uh we try and give you guys quality content that is ad free um that is also like advertorial free as well um that you can use, you know, in your daily lives in this SEO journey we call life. Um <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, um if you're ever interested in being on or just dropping us uh, a line for a question, you know, we love answering questions uh from our listeners. Um you can email us at seOstead and otherwise at gmail dot com. Um you can leave us a Facebook message or you can leave us a YouTube um channel message. We respond to those like pretty quickly. Um, you know, and we love to hear from you guys. Um, and then be sure to like, share, subscribe anywhere that you see uh, our podcast listed at, uh, particularly iTunes, because that's the one most people use, I think, anyways. Or maybe Stitcher. I don't know. But anywhere you can do that, you know, we love we love the likes. That's what we're doing it for. Love them.
1: Yep. Everything he said, it's been a wild ride. It's just going to get crazier.
0: Just going to, the craziest
1: year yet is there okay. right now. <laughs> so. starting, starting now. Starting well, now. Hopefully, like, in a few months, we'll be able to, Pick it back up in person, too. Should be pretty good.
0: Yeah, I'm really excited about that. Ryan's coming home. He's coming home to a stinky Florida for a little bit. And not, hopefully. hopefully not very long. Nope. Anyways, well, thanks so much for listening. I'm Paul Warren. And I'm Ryan Klein. And this has been another episode of SEO is Dead and Other Lies. Bye. Bye.